My name is Mr. Carney Point, and you're watching the I Don't Care What You Think podcast. Welcome to the I Don't Care What You Think podcast. Well, I don't care what you think. We got another special guest in his building. Mr. Kearney Point himself. The entrepreneur. The extraordinaire. The extraordinaire. Wow. wow, I'm humbled. I'm Wait, happy to have you. How you feeling? I feel good. I'm happy to be here. I've been looking forward to this. We've had this on the calendar for a while. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited to be here with you guys. So, to be honest with you, just... Where did the where did where did the idea come from? Because they don't know where they are. Well, we know you do construction. You told us that. Yes. Construction got to do with it. Yeah, like how did construction? <laughs> I, how did that turn into Jimmy Iovine? Like, <laughs> Listen, blame it on Gary Vaynerchuk. Right? He says in today's day and age, Gary V. Gary V. I'm a big fan of Gary V. How can you not be? Anybody in business in 2023 needs to at least consume some Gary Vee content. Yeah. And I give him full credit. And to be in business in 2023, you need to be a media company just as much as you need to be a whatever you're doing company. Mm, right, I agree. So that's where this came from. This is this. We started making videos that were designed to market the product and service that we offered to our customers. And maybe I just have an addictive personality, mm -hmm. but it became. Uh, were you were you into media like growing up, like or, like growing up? Were you into media, or was it just like something you know, like you like to see? Yeah, I yes, I was. I was always the kid with you know the fancy car stereo. I was always the, the I was started out uh, when I was very young on our stage crew, so I would work with performers, but work behind the scenes exactly like I'm doing now. Right. So it was like in the fourth, fifth, sixth grade, I was in in the back at the mixing board while the others were performing, and this is just an extension of that. Oh wow, why Kearney Point? My my personal and business philosophy is a triple bottom line. So it's people, planet, and profit. So there's a lot of things happening here at Kearney Point that resonate with me personally and professionally. This is a very sustainable redevelopment project that we have here. It's difficult to get to, and there's days I wonder the same thing. Why are we at Kearney Point when I'm sitting at exit 15 here off the turnpike and bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic? Right. Yeah. But, you know, the what's happening here is is profound and is being emulated by other places across the country and I want to for my business to support their business and what they're doing and they've been very supportive to us so I'm happy to be here question the team you have amazing team yeah. very how were you able to pick this team of trusted individuals <laughs> like how how was that because I know it was process of elimination but how did you like ultimately go, you're the ones I want. You're the ones I believe that can take my vision to the next level. Yeah, uh, good question. Great question, in fact. It, that I wouldn't be here without the help of everybody that's on this team, both in, in the studio business and in my, in my other company. I'm able to sit here and have this conversation with you because my team over there is so good that they don't need me to be involved every day. Right. So, and amazing. It's, it's amazing, it's incredible. And it's the same thing here at the studio. I have an excellent support staff here from scheduling with Crystal to Alea, who you just met, to Dana, who's running, you know, things here. Uh, they're, they're fantastic. I'm blessed. They've had a lot of experience and they have an incredible demeanor. So it's one thing to have experience in the business. It's another to come to work 
with a positive attitude and and, and, and a positive outlook on life. life. You know, in this studio business, we're just as much, I, I say it to them all the time, we're in, we're just as much in the hospitality business mm. as we are in the media production business. Right. And that's something that I don't think a lot of studio operators understand. Mm. And it's important to me that everybody here share that perspective because we are here to create a good experience for mm. our customers who come in here to record. Definitely. Also, um, how do you feel about networking? Because the field that you're in, it's just network-based. Like, everything is within networking. Like, how do you feel about that? It's it's one of the most important things that I spend my time doing. I agree. What's a, what's a good way of networking for you? Like, what's worked in your path on your journey? There are a lot of things that I get involved with that don't necessarily yield an obvious return. Like, it's funny, I've, I've had this conversation with a few artists that have been through the doors re- recently. I'm reading uh, Rick Rubin. He's a producer. Yeah, I know Rick. No, he's good. Okay. I'm reading his book right now, or I'm actually listening to his book in my car and on the way to work each day right now. And, you know, it's a lot of what he says. You know, I, I, I feel that I have to open myself up to the opportunities and expand, open my mind to the opportunities that come and and work at keeping it open. Right. right. So, and that part of that is networking. It's part of that is is meeting people, understanding what they're up to and Mm -hmm. figuring out ways that you can work together with those people to elevate both yourself and them and and being of service to them. I mean, I have a a significant operation here that can benefit others. Yes, you do. You know, so, yeah, uh, you know, and this is, this is an extension of that. You know, you, uh, we met, we hit it off. It was, you know, I like where, what what you were up to and, You know, we're back here recording an episode. Yeah, <laughs> hey, and like we said, in- and that's networking. Yeah, that's definitely networking. That's networking. All right, so my question, right? How did you learn? Mm. Like coming from construction, Yeah. how did you like fully learn? Like, I know what kind of cameras I need to buy. Yeah. I know, because like, like me and you had the conversation. I come from the iPhone. Yeah. I just bought my first DSLR camera. Yeah. And the learning curve, oh, I was up two two in the morning for like a week straight, just just figuring out how to color grade it with no light. <laughs> now that I now, so now when I set it up, I know it just it just magically works. Mm-hmm. But like so and you learned this when at, probably at a time where it wasn't a lot of tutorial. Yeah. So how did you teach yourself truly how to Yeah. Uh, wow. So upstairs, I used to have an office. We were up there for about, we were up there for several years and that's where I first got the bug to get into photography and videography. It started with photography Okay. and I bought a camera at Costco. It was like a bundled pack. You get the camera and a couple of lenses. And how much was that at that time? <laughs> it was, that, that, like you just threw that out there. Like it was, it was, it was, like, it was an investment. It was more than I ever spent on, on a piece of equipment before. But I knew I needed it for my company. I knew I needed it for our marketing. I knew I needed it. It was a business investment. So, and it was, you know, it was at Costco. So it was a good deal, you know, but uh, I want to say it was probably about 1500 bucks. So it was, it was still pricey even, you know, even then. And this is going back a few years. Yeah. That's crazy. So, and, but, so I took it, I put these lenses on it. I figured out how to take them off, take them on. You know, I switched the camera to the green A setting, which means automatic and everything does, it takes care of itself. And I was on my way and I was, I was just taking pictures and eventually I got kind of bored taking pictures because I had it on the automatic setting. I didn't know what all of the other letters on the dial meant. Okay. All right. (laughs) 
So, but we're we're together on that. Yeah, I look at it like Chinese handwriting. It literally was, <laughs> and it never even. I, I, I any time I, I turned the knob, I had to turn it back as quickly as possible because I thought I was going to break something and leave it. And it was going to go totally. I won. Oh my god! I but that's what that's what that's what that's what everything learning anything yeah. new. Like you gonna like you could get a new computer. You like well, I click this. Oh, what's what's this? Or if I you know, but that's what everything. You got to learn everything that you everything that you new to. You got to learn about it, and you got to learn it as you go. So, I'll, but I'm here I, with you. Let me wrap this up. I, I never knew what I was doing until a buddy of mine came to the office one day and he sees the camera lying there and he's he's a, a, a producer, he's a photographer, he's, he's familiar with this type of equipment. And he reaches for the camera and he says, you you know, you ever take this off of the, the capital A green setting? And I was like, I try, I try not to. <laughs> and he's like, this thing can do some really cool stuff. Let me show you. And he took a few minutes out of his day and turned it to the manual setting and then started showing me what these different numbers and, and levels and things like that uh -huh. meant. And that was a life-changing moment yeah, for definitely. me. I still remember the day because now I realize this tool can generate something that's much more artistic and creative mm -hmm. than what I had previously been doing. And that, was, that opened my eyes to wow. what was possible to hear. So I owe that to him. Did, to this day. Did you guys end up doing business further than that? Or did you, you know, like you ended up doing we have. things together? Yes. Uh, and he, in fact, he's our uh, he's our resident producer here. So we've gone on to do several projects even here wow. together. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Al Kawadi at Kawadi Media. He taught you that before. He taught you something stuff. because I'm going to tell you exactly how I went. I opened up the box and set the camera on, right? <laughs> Been there. So I hit the button. It was, it was video mode. I hit the button. It was slow motion mode. I hit the button. It was picture mode. I'm like, all right. So then, so then I get on YouTube. Uh, I do my search, do everything. No one said you was automatic. So I jumped straight in the manual. Wow. And I'm looking at it like, what, what, what is white balance? What is ISO? What is? Right, so I set the camera up just like, just like the guy told me to. Yeah. When I left this home and I did the interview, I hit all the lights. I turned it on. I said. Let's hope this come out good. And I just said <laughs> But now the problem I have, I'm not the best editor with the laptop. Okay. So when I take the video and put it on my phone, it drops the quality of it. So instead of this beautiful, I have the beautiful 4K version, yeah. but it's stuck on the laptop. But when I put it on my phone, it drops it. It's still nice, yeah. but it's not beautiful. I got it. I got it. So now I'm working on the upgrading, the editing software equipment. Okay. Okay. So, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. I would like to know, you got all these beautiful things going on. You got this beautiful studio. If a person was to spend a day with Scott, what would they be expecting? Like, I'm talking from start to finish. Yeah. Yeah, spend a whole 24 hours together. So, you, you'd you be surprised at how boring it is, you know? Like, yeah. honestly, it... So it's fun to jump into these conversations, but most of my business is stents. Most of my day is spent staring at a screen. Mm. I don't have a lot of middle management right now. So even in my construction business, in the studio business, and, and all of that, I don't have a lot of departments. I'm a big, small company and not a small, big company. Okay. So I like that. I spend a lot of my time doing the minutiae of running a business, the, okay. the accounting, the finance, the return emails. Uh, I put out a lot of fires, you know, all of the 
I don't know. Can you curse on this? All this. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> all that shit. <laughs> you know, strumming through my That's hilarious. You know, so I I eat a lot of. Sh- I told these guys all the time. I eat a lot of shit. That's uh-huh. what I do all day. Enough. You know, Enough. you know when the when the client's not happy, when this is not happening, right. when this is happening. And granted, I mean, we have an amazing staff. We deliver an amazing product, but you know, sometimes not everything's perfect, or not. Right. Sometimes we don't meet the expectations of the yeah. people that come through the door. So. We have, um, that's where I step in and, and I have to eat a lot of shit all day. <laughs> I had a question for you. Shoot, would you eat a lot of shit, right? I had a question for you. <laughs> y'all do so much here. Yeah. The lighting, the logo, the, the camera setup, everything here. Y'all do so much here. You don't have to say any name. Mm. Did you ever get that one client? You was just like, yo, why are you being such a, you're literally just sitting and talking. Why are you being so antsy? Get out. Like, that's what you want to say. But, like, you ever had that situation happen to you? But it's like, I'm giving you what you want, and you still just, just like in front the, of the, Like, the vibe wasn't never, it wasn't right. Yeah. Fortunately, not in this business. Okay. My, in my other company, I've had a few of those situations. And in this company, I've been lucky uh, so far. Mm-hmm. And it's inevitable. Inevitably, yeah. you get somebody you don't see eye to eye with. But what I will say is it took us about a year here to figure out what what was this going to be? What you know? So Dana was the first person that joined me on this team, and for for we were just talking about this the other day. For the first eight months that he was here, we would spend the day shuffling things around because what we were what we were doing is the opposite of what you just said. We were accommodating everybody. We mm-hmm. would walk somebody into this room and say, "How do you want it to look for your show?" Mm-hmm. And they would say, "Oh wow, I want a chair over here. I want a potted plant over there. I want a table over here." I want these kind of mics and those kind of cameras and these kind of lights and these kind of things. That's a lot of demands. Yes. Was so, so when people were doing that, were they, you know, like, oh, we could pay for it? Or were they just like, we need it done? And so I, I, I didn't I didn't know enough to price myself right. in, in a in a realm that that would make sense. You know, so we're still an emerging studio. We've been in business for three years. We've really had this business model for about a year. So in essence, we're just coming to market and we're just now onboarding clients that are interested in working with this type of model. Right. And what I mean by that is we're sitting at a horseshoe shaped table. We have four different cameras pointed at us. We have our logo up in the back. We have the whole thing tailored to your brand and your, right. your aesthetic. Um, I didn't always have that figured out. Okay. So there's a lot of our older work product that you could look at that the cameras are all over here and they're all pointed there and the cameras are all over here and they're pointed over here. And every set was different. Every creator had a different thing. Right. So I, not only was I not pricing myself well, I was not running an efficient business because when the, that later that day when the next creator came in, right. you know, we're dripping sweat from having moved furnitures and cameras and microphones yeah. and everything all around to accommodate the vision of yeah. the next creator. And, you know, not only are we exhausting ourselves, but we're not fully there for our, for our client as well. And it's just, it was, it was, a, it was a learning lesson. And right. we will still make accommodation for people now. But the difference is there's a there's a surcharge to do it. Yeah, you want me to take the table out and move some couches and chairs in here because you want more of that Oprah, you know, yeah, Oprah talk show exactly. type thing. I'm happy to do it for you. I, I'm here to serve. But there's a surcharge. A little fee on it. Yeah. Read that down the line. Want that want that lobby land, Mike? Read that down the line, right? Sorry, right there, about that down the line. And I don't mean it to uh, as a detriment, but I mean right. it to reflect the cost of of what we invest into the production of mm-hmm. it. You know, so it, I'm happy to do it, 
you know, we, we have, this is a very affordable setup. Yep. You, you can come in, you can make your, your contact yep. and interview your guests yep. and, and we can have it all branded for you. We're, I'm happy to move those couches in for you, but there's just going to be a surcharge to do it. Understood. That, you know? So I'm looking at some of your stuff. I'm like, you do couches? That's exactly it. So it took me a while to understand building an efficient business in addition to that tailoring it to our clients. So we work very hard to, as you see, you know, tailor it to your podcast, tailor it to other podcasts. Definitely. But on the same token, we keep this format because it's efficient and we can have somebody, we can turn this place over in 15 minutes oh, wow. and have, yeah. have the next folks come in. So I know you said Gary V. Who are, who are some of your other uh, inspirations or motivators that are, you know, get you going? Okay. Yeah, it 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 changes. I I my the way my mind works is I get into new things. You know, so uh, for a while it was crypto and NFTs and stuff like that, and then now it's artificial intelligence because I'm using a lot of AI to help enhance our productivity here in the studio. We've launched new services based on AI. We write copy now with the help of AI. Mm -hmm. We write Instagram captions. We write LinkedIn posts. We generate a lot of additional service for our customers with those tools. Right. We caption videos and, and slice them up for social media. So my whole thing is that this facility is a is is a pillar of your business. You come in here for 45 minutes. You sit down. You do a podcast that that's going to give you content for a month right yeah. so you're going to we're going to take that podcast we're going to split it up into a dozen two dozen different pieces we're going to caption it we're going to take still photos we're going to take behind the scenes we're going to take quotes from it we're going to put those onto a little thumbnail to, you know and put those all of that content now, i used to have to hand to somebody because it was i didn't have an efficient workflow yeah. you know and let them do the work now I can take on that part of it too. Right. So if you're a busy professional or mm -hmm. running a business or running a podcast and you want to make that level of content, you can come in here, literally spend an hour or two and leave with a month's worth of stuff. Wow. Now that's so, a work. Yeah. So uh, the, the short answer is it kind of, it kind of varies. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I read, I, I listen to a lot of audio books. I listen to, there are some core people, you know, definitely Gary Vaynerchuk is, you know, you always have to come back to some I'm Gary. I never knew his last name. Okay. Never knew that. When, when have I'm, you ever met him? I've never met him. I listened to Grant Cardone for a while. I did meet him in person in an event in the city, but I've never met Gary V. Yeah. I want to backtrack with you one second. I know you say you come from the construction world, and I know we talking about you here in the studio. But what got you into construction? Yeah, I was going to ask that too. Like, what, what even got you? Because the worlds are so different from me, and the way they're not, though. Because it takes construction to put all this together. So what got you into construction? And it's organization. Construction, doing this. You got to be organized. Running the business anyway. So what got you on that path? Like, this is what I want to do. I want to go the construction route. And they opened up doors for you to do other things. But what made the call? Sure. You're opening a little bit of a box here because my construction company is not like most. It's... Um, I was in a corporate job. I had been there for 10 years, uh, myself and a, and, a, and a friend of mine, a buddy of mine at the time, he, and we're still good friends. Uh, we, we, we're, we were looking for a business to start together. Mm -hmm. we, were sit, we would sit around, you know, have lunch together. It's gotta be something out there. What, what, what can we get into? And it was during the time of the financial crisis. I'm a little older. The mortgages were going crazy. There was, the banks were shutting down. It was when Lehman Brothers and all that stuff was happening. And it was just a, you know, it was, it was nuts. So. We wanted something that had um, uh, that w people needed, that there was a lot of incentives for, and mm -hmm. that we could sell during a rough financial time. Okay. 
it turns out the state of New Jersey has a lot of different incentives to make your home more energy efficient. So my construction company does insulation, heating, air conditioning, and hot water system replacement. So, and we do that through the, the utilities here in New Jersey. So okay. these utilities offer a lot of incentives to homeowners up to $5,000 in cash back and up to $15,000 in on-bill repayment to make your house more energy efficient. So my company delivers those services to consumers through that program. So we took about a year and a year and a half and got all of our certifications and, and read and we, we needed all kinds of accreditations and all kinds of different stuff. I needed to know the business. So it took about a year and a half. We learned the business. Then him and I got out there. We took on our first project together. It was in the middle of middle of July, and we were in Paramus, New Jersey. We were in a an attic pulling up, you know, old dirty insulation and and blowing in new insulation. And him and I did that for for several years. And mm-hmm. we would do the construction during the day. We would sell the stuff at night. We would meet with clients on the weekend, and we just See, rock. And y'all was able to get away from that job that yes. y'all was working. We still, you know, we were able to Listen, grow the company. That's what I'm trying to get. I'm, I'm not trying to be working for 30 years. Yep. So I want to be in charge of my own stuff. Yep. I feel you with that. The best, I would have to say, the most impressive thing about you is how hands-on you are with every project that you put yourself in. Like, the passion behind wanting to be there, seeing every client, going, doing everything. I might can't draw, but I'm right there. What, what's the, what's like, the plan? What's the? I appreciate that because so many people put their companies on cruise control yep, yeah. and only show up when it's going bad. Yep, yeah, you, but you, you there to see it like, oh, it's going bad. Yep. You ain't you ain't waiting for an email to tell you it's going bad. Yeah. Like you catch it ahead of time. Like even when we first met, like we thought we were just coming here to see a tour. Like we came here, we met you, you yeah. down to earth. You spoke to us, you heard our story, showed us around everywhere. You even showed us some other rooms, but. Yeah. It was. It's just nice to meet somebody that's like at your stature, mm-hmm. or like you know, like in your field, and you know you're a boss. So it's nice to see somebody that's top of the company coming to speak to who wanted to know about the company. I appreciate that. I'm actually trying to trying to. It's funny. The next the next client that's coming in here, his belief is that you should never even touch your businesses. You shouldn't be in that. You, mm-hmm. you know, you should. Uh, so, I I'm. In order for these businesses to grow, I need to be a little less hands-on than I'm used to being. So that's actually something I'm trying to work on in myself is how can I let go a little bit, bring people in and have them run different things and empower them and and trust them. But let me offer you a rebuttal though. Please. You might feel that way and he might feel that way, but my rebuttal will also be, it works for Vince McMahon. Yeah. That's true. To the point where he was an actual superstar, like wrestling. Yeah. Like he never disconnected. He went from he was a, he was owning it and was a commentator. That's true. And then then he told you, yeah, I'm I'm the owner. My father passed away, and was wrestling blood, yeah. jumping off the ladder, all the hope. So at the same time, it does work. Yes, it does. But work. there are times it don't work. But it's so not, there's a there's a fifty fifty. It's it's never bad to try new things though. Like, no, nah, it's not. Yeah. But the whole um. Not wanting to be too involved into the business. Right. I, agree. I agree. That that's that's the perfect example. That and what his father did with it, who wasn't that hands on with it, yeah. He could never do. Yeah. But I agree with you. I mean, I agree with what you're doing. Like as far as like how I said when we first met, that what you do right there, I don't know anybody that would see a problem with that. Yeah. Just... No, I had to do what I had to do. And don't get me wrong, I don't want to disassociate myself with right. the business. 
but I want to fill in right now. I spend a lot of my time doing things that aren't as productive as, as they could or should be. Okay. So, you know, there's, there's no reason why these companies shouldn't have an accounting department and a marketing department. And I shouldn't, you know, there are certain things that, that it's, it's silly for me to be doing right now. I, I would be much, my time would be much better spent going out and meeting, doing that networking we were talking about, uh, finding new opportunities for us to get involved with, finding new creators to create with, mm -hmm. and having those sort of conversations. That kind of, that kind of, which we just say, uh, kind of goes into my next question. I was going to ask you, how important is it for your business to be as successful as you want it to be? Uh, it's incredibly important to me, you know, uh, especially in with the amount of hours that I'm working right now. Like I want this facility to be open seven days a week. So right now I'm filling in on the weekends while uh, we build our roster of creators that create here on the weekends. So I'm working seven days a week right now. I have a wife and two daughters and they're, they are making the sacrifice and I'm making the sacrifice right now that they don't see me very often. So uh, if if I'm going to take that time away then it's very important to me that this is successful you know what's crazy i was watching the wu-tang saga this morning you have a work ethic like the rizza hmm. the producer for the wu-tang clan okay uh he he was he was basically doing that like he wasn't even like he they got a mansion his i don't know the, his wife girl whatever she there and she like Yo, you're just leaving the bed in like two weeks he like Working, like, <laughs> she's like, don't forget you got a bed. He like working, like yeah. he ain't even changing his clothes. Yeah. And he got everything laid out, like for every artist in Wu Tang, every solo album. And you got a lot of risen in you. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know that was filmed here, right? Where we're yep. Wow. This building. Yep. Wow. In this building. Wow. Look at that. Look at That's that. crazy. Look at your neck. Yeah. So you probably you probably don't walk past that guy. That's <laughs> clear, risen. Yeah. You probably That's right. faster. That's crazy. <laughs> Alea just interviewed one of the producers. Oh, for real? Oh, that's 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 dope. That's dope. I did not know that was shy. We'll, mm. we'll be dropping that podcast soon. That's crazy. We don't want to keep you too long. We just got a game we play called Cap Effects. Oh yeah, we gotta get you it. coming to our world. Okay, so Ray's gonna explain it to you. Right. So I got five questions for you. Cap meaning is uh, what cap meaning is a lie. Cap meaning is a lie. Cap means you disagree. It's a lie. Okay. And facts. Facts mean you agree with a question. Okay. Let's explain why. Agree or disagree, but it's cap or fact. All right. So I got five questions. Um, I'm gonna start with the first one. You can't succeed without failing first. Cap or facts? Is there a medium? Is there is there an in between? <laughs> nope. You can't succeed without failing first. See, the the my issue with that is that that's a very common phrase, and I feel like people, I I don't I don't think failure is a bad thing. I, but I don't think you have to fail first. Okay. You know, so I did have a business it, it when I was young and it failed technically. So I'll say facts, but with a, with an asterisk. Okay. But see, but see, it failed. So when you got into your next business, you succeeded. You you tweaked, which you may have messed up. Well, Not every. It failed because I was very young and stupid, and I was lazy, <laughs> and I would drive around and go hang with my buddies instead uh -huh. of going out to do the work. But and now that's you go out and right. You was like, oh, I'm not doing that again. days a week. There you go. All right. So um, fact. Cap effects. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Facts. You know, care to explain. Yeah. 
you know, self-explanatory. Or? I don't know many people who are successful that don't work hard. Mm. There we go. That's what I like. Dang, I wish we had the horn right there. that one. That was, that one, no one. Uh, cap of facts, and you explained as many a times, um, you need a team. 100% fact, fact, fact. Capital fact, capital F. Capital C, capital T. Um, Exclamation point. <laughs> cap of facts, uh, overreacting has its consequences. Yeah, fact, 100%. Are you powerful? 100%. And uh, for my last one, and he got one right after me, um, chap of facts, stability is a must. No matter what you're doing or what you got going on, you need stability. People need to come to work to a job, not, not to a shit show. Yeah, you know? They need to come to work knowing that there's a certain amount of peace and tranquility. And yeah. even if it's a chaotic environment, that their world is going to be the same as they knew it yesterday. Uh, that's something that that I believe very much. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I wish I did have one. <laughs> and, and our last question for you. If you do not enjoy doing it for free, then it's not the profession for you. Wow. You know you're talking to an insulation contractor. Yes, man. You know, up in those attics in 110 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand 90 degree weather. <laughs> uh, 110? I'm... You, you get in an attic, you're pushing 150 on a hot summer afternoon. Because it's like, it's like before you ever get a, before you get any client, you got to learn this. All of this is free. Yeah. You, you're, all your time is free. You're not bringing a dollar in. So do you feel like if you if you don't enjoy it at that stage, yeah. just leave it alone? If I feel like I don't enjoy it, um, I don't, I don't, I, I kind of take enjoyment out of it. Like I'm doing this to satisfy a creative part of me. Okay. I'm doing this. So I'm going to say cap because, you know, like I didn't, I didn't necessarily enjoy getting into that, pro those projects in the early days and doing the work myself. I learned a lot from it. The company benefited because of it. And the way that I work with people today is informed by the amount of work that I put in back then, but I won't, I, and I enjoy the idea of building a business, but I don't necessarily know that, that agree that you need every single, you need to enjoy every moment of it. It's work, you know, it's yeah. work, yeah. you know, like it's, it, it, it's a bitch, you know, like. I do it for, did, did I do that job for a very low price? Did I do other jobs for a very low price? Do I still do work here for a very low price and for free to build up my, my presence in the business? Right. Yes. But I don't know that, that I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm going cap on that one. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you. And, and before you go, I just yes, want to uh, ask you one last question. Not a question, but. Um, is there any advice you could give to people that's doing anything or entrepreneurship or, you know, starting a business? Anything you could give to the people or our fans? Yes. Become a student of your profession. Know what you do. Know the business that you're in. Like, I sit here on this side of the mic, and what I realized, I started a podcast for my construction company, and I would, uh, and, and this is, I, I own a studio. I don't have to try to better myself i have all the equipment we can, yeah. we can do this all day long but i would watch myself present and i felt i would talk like this and i would talk in a very low steady monotone voice and it was not very dynamic and it was really difficult to listen to and i would watch dana's eyes glaze over while he's watching he's editing my <laughs> video <laughs> and and you know so i said i i have to change this part of me 
yeah. going to have my own podcast. That means I am now, in addition to be a, a studio operator in a construction company, I am now an entertainer, and I need to become a student of that profession. I may not master it, but I, I take, like, I went and got voice lessons. I learned, oh, wow. you know, how to modulate my voice. I learned that in we, we we're all trained to uh, end sentences on a down note, and we're all trained to answer questions on a high note. But there are some sentences that you can end on a high note, yeah. and there's a certain way of speaking, and there's some construction happening around here. <laughs> uh, and there's a certain way of speaking that, that, that you can get rid of filler words, and, and, and there's, there's a lot of things that you can do to right. improve your voice and how, yeah. much, um, how, how, and how you communicate. And the funny thing is, is that those lessons I now find when I'm having conversations in, with another professional mm. have are now paying dividends because now my voice is not so monotone <laughs> and people aren't already realizing what I'm going to say before I even say it or right. thinking they know what I'm going to say because I'm just talking so mono, you know. Sure. So now those conversations are much more interesting and I'm realizing benefit outside of that. So my advice is to become a student of your profession. Don't just don't just show up, invest in it and become master it, you know, work at it. There's a lot of people that come here to create content that really could benefit for some that they may be talented yeah. in their core, yeah. but they need development to be the full vision to realize the full vision of themselves. I agree. Thank you, Scott, for coming well, through Thank you here. for coming by. We, thank thank you. you for inviting us to your home. Thank you for inviting us to your home, Mr. Kearney Point. My pleasure. Um, Yeah, Mr. Kearney Point. Y'all any, uh, so this is, no, no, push that. This is Mr. Kearney Point. Anybody that need to know who this is, Anybody. Mr. Kearney Point. You see him, you call him Scott. He gonna tell you he's Scott, we gonna tell you he's Mr. Kearney Point. He's Mr. Kearney Point. You heard that here first on the I Don't Care What You Think podcast. Follow us everywhere. Uh, it's Kearney PT Studio. K-E-A-R-N-Y P-T studio that's it <laughs> uh, instagram and twitter uh we're on linkedin we're on youtube you know you can catch episodes of our of our house podcast on youtube uh right, let's check that out check that out definitely um and we need to drop yeah the i'm scott and you watching i don't care what you think but i missed the curdy point and you watching i don't care what you think i don't care what you think podcast Cheers. I sip, I roll my weed up. Niggas trip, but they can't see us. Big plays when I'm on top now. I got this, kick your feet up. Watch how I double up now. It's gonna cost tennis.